girl, when I tell you I am being messy, I am being messy. Um, it is 4.51. It is Saturday, October 28th. Um, and yeah, I'm debating if I should go out tonight. <laughs> I like shouldn't. I don't have any money and I don't have anyone to hang out with. Anyway. Um, today's episode I thought was funny. Um, and I wanted to bring on a guest, but they did not feel comfortable, um, coming on and they wanted to remain anonymous. So I'm going to be doing this episode alone. Um, I'm going to be talking about drum roll, please. So I got arrested. And uh, it wasn't my brightest moment. Um, I was literally not in the wrong. Like, ev- like I was literally, girl, it was bad. So, anyway. I'm trying to figure out where the police station is. I swear... Okay. Um, yeah, it was just a horrible situation. Okay, here it is. Oh. So, I was held at the police station on Union Avenue. Um, let me read the reviews. (laughs) Okay. Garbage, service, attitude, professionalism, and timeliness. Do you even have a working phone at this office? Next time I get hit by a car, I'll be sure it's out of your jurisdiction. This is actually a particularly serious matter that I wish I could present to the precinct itself, but figured I would not be taken seriously or heard. I want to post on here to bring awareness. Yesterday, uh, yesterday night around, okay, Credit Karma, I don't want to see my credit score right now. Yesterday night at around 10 p.m., I was walking by myself down Lormer Street to get to the subway station. I can't remember the cross street I was walking across, but I noticed two NYPD SUVs that were waiting at a red light, one behind the other. The second cop car proceeded to turn on their emergency lights with no siren and attempt to notion the first car to pass the red light. I continued walking that I was my right away white white pedestrian light was on. And that because there was clearly no emergency, I assumed the cop would let me finish crossing the street. Wrong. The cop proceeded to speed forward without any siren or lights, forcing me to have to sprint across the street so that I would essentially not get hit. Part of me wonders if the cop even saw me there. 
Given the nature of the speed they were driving at, it was extremely scary. If you're going to abuse your privileges as a cop, so be it. But doing so well, putting a pedestrian's life in danger, unnecessary, unacceptable. Okay, that one was kind of boring. I have been calling the 90th precinct every week for a month, complaining about loud noises and loitering outside my apartment at night from the local bar. They have done nothing. And last night, as I went downstairs to tell the obnoxious and aggressive bar goers myself that they needed to be quiet, only this time a fight broke out. That fight turned into six people, me in the middle, blood everywhere, and the cops showing up 30 minutes later when the victim was already being dragged away unconsciously by his friends. So they left saying there is no one here. I have now been waiting for three hours and 15 minutes for a cop to return and actually take a record of what happened. There is blood all over the sidewalk. Please, someone tell me what is going, who is going to take responsibility at the 90th precinct. Okay. One of the worst bad attitude. The girl, some of these, these bitches need to go back to school. One of the worst bad attitude beat up on the innocence. Don't like them. Very bad question. Who are the criminals? My opinion, the cops. No comparison at all. If you don't like your job, go flip burgers. We, we all have to answer to God one day. Wouldn't want to stand behind no cop on judgment day. Not good at. Okay. Um... Desperately need help on the corner of South 3rd and Havemeyer. Kids from 2nd Street and everywhere else think they own our block. They make noise, sell drugs, and block our stairs and then tell us, you live in the ghetto. What do you expect? Well, I've lived here since 2002, and I don't think our block is the ghetto. Please. NYPD, give us a police van now. We need your help. We are a family block with lots of artists and have the right to, to a peaceful existence. We are getting cameras linked to the 90th Precinct ASAP. This has to end. We own these three blocks and we deserve police protection. All of us deserve quiet and respect. Okay. What can be said? 90th Precinct. What can be said? Girl, some of these are like poetry. My neighborhood is extremely loud. Not the kind of noise that becomes static once you've lived in an urban area for a while. Loud people. Very, very loud people. At 6 a.m., at 3 p.m., at 2 a.m. I don't mind, really. Unless it's 6 a.m. and I'm trying to sleep. Unless it's 2 a.m. and I'm trying to sleep. There is really no need for a block party to be taking place Sunday to Monday outside my window. The 90th Precinct has been helpful for keeping things quiet by driving by now and then. But not enough. Okay. Anyway, so to 
Girl, and there's literally a photo of a kid under the Yelp reviews. Like, like a little kid. Like on Zoom or something. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Anyway, I should leave a bad review. Um, so, I just wanted to, like, tell you guys, like, the environment of this police department and, like, give you an idea of, like, the people that work there. So, I was out one night. I had just worked, and a friend had texted me, and they asked me to go meet them in the Lower East Side. And I was in the West Village. I was at work, where I had worked at at the time, drift in. And I was like, you know, I should go. I I don't think it's... I had things to do. I wanted to go home and finish writing my book. Shout out the Paniki's Peach Tree. Um, It did get done, but um, I wish... (laughs) Do I wish that I would have gone home and done that? I don't know. It's like a horrible experience, but it taught me a lot. So I can't take it back. And I've just got to see the best in it, you know? So yeah. So I met this friend at Lucy's actually in the East Village, not the Lower East Side. So we met at Lucy's on Avenue A and they were with my other friend who I will not name. And we were sitting in this bar. I was a little drunk. I think from work. Or maybe I was so... No... I think the reason why I agreed to go out was because I was a little drunk. So when I got to the bar, I was feeling good. I was feeling great. I was feeling okay. Okay, okay, okay. And the vibes were good. Um, We were doing shots. um, And then I found out that my one friend was leaving to go see someone they were talking to. And I was like, oh, you're leaving so soon. Like, I just got here. Um, So I was bummed about that. But, I mean, things happen, you know? She was going to live her life. So I was sitting there with my friend. And there was, like, this beer cooler. Like, a cooler of beers. And the way that the bar is, you take a beer out of the cooler. And you bring it up to the bar and you pay for it. Um... Which would give me anxiety. Because, girl, the amount of people that probably steal beers from that thing and just don't pay um, is kind of crazy. But, yeah. So, we're sitting at the table next to it. And my friend is, like, convincing me to, like, steal beers. So, I am stealing these beers out of the fridge and giving them to her and not paying for them. So... (laughs) I mean, whatever happened to those beers, I don't even remember. But anyway, so we're putting them in my bag because they didn't have a bag big enough. So we're putting it in my bag. And the owner is literally sitting at the end of the bar. 
and she had just left and we were doing this and there was two bartenders and it was not busy at all in there and we're stealing these beers um there's like boys there that like there was drama with or whatever gossip and knew them from this other guy so it was like the vibes had really turned fast but I was still having a good time. There was no reason to be, like, weird because none of it really involved me. Except for the beers. Um, and then we had filled my purse up. And we were still taking them out of the cooler and not paying for them. And the bartender finally caught us and was like, are you going to pay for that? Just, like, one beer. And we were, shh, my friend was like, yeah, I'm going to pay for it. I went up to the bar and then like walked back and then was sitting there and then like wasn't going to pay for it, but then was getting money together. And it was like a really slow moment of the night. And it was like, why aren't you just paying for the beer? And finally went up and paid for it and then came back. And there was this girl this guy was FaceTiming this girl. And they were, like, dating. And I was, like, waving to the girl. Because he kept, like, leaving her his phone just at the bar. And would, like, go to the pool table or something. And would just leave this date on FaceTime. And it was like, girl, why are you on FaceTime? Hang up. You are literally at a bar. Fucking people are so weird. So anyway, I'm waving to this girl. And I'm making, like, weird faces to her. And she's waving back. And then my friend goes over there and is, like, shit-talking. Being like, you deserve better. Like, blah, 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 blah. Like, you should dump him. He's literally not even talking to you. Um, And then she started getting, like, upset. And he came back and was like, why are you, like, talking to my girl? Like, who the fuck? And she was like, you deserve, she deserves better. Like, what the fuck? You're such a loser. Like, and was just going at this man. And then this man brings me into it. She's literally yelling on the phone, this girl now, the one that was on FaceTime, and saying some shit. And he goes, like, you shouldn't be talking. Like, you're here with, like, a faggot. And everyone's like, oh, my God. And the bartenders were like, sir, you can't use that language in here. Like, please don't use that language. And then I was like, yeah, literally look at the way you're dressed. You're the fucking faggot. I was like, girl, you like dick up the booty. And then like 20 people in the bar started chanting with me like, you like dick up the booty. And it was literally, and he started getting so upset. And I don't even fucking remember. And then we literally left. And we were, I was, like, feeling it at this point. Like, I was drunk. And we went to this taco place. And it was literally dead in there. There was one other person in there. And we got tacos. And we sat down. And I was like, you know, how are you feeling? What you thinking we should do? And they were like, um... I don't really want to go out anywhere around here. Like, we should go to Rockarola, Al Uber. I'm not drunk at all. And I was like, you know, I'm down. Like, let's finish these tacos and go. 
So we get frozen margaritas from this place and we take them to go. And we're sitting there while they're closing. And like, I'm speaking in Spanish to like some of the people, you know, being like my, I'm learning Spanish. And the tacos were like, okay. I forgot what this place was called. If you guys want a recommendation. Um, I don't know. Where the fuck is this place? Oh, El, El Primo. <laughs> El Primo Red Tacos. Um, it was okay. I mean, it has 4.5 stars. It's open until 3 a.m., which is bougie, so. And it was decently priced. So, on my scale, I give it, like, 4, four out of 5. Workers were nice. Food was good. Yeah, so, we're there. My friend offered to pay for an Uber, and I was like, okay. So, we Ubered from the East Village to Williamsburg. And we went to Rockerola, which is on Metropolitan Avenue and Rodney Street. So we get there and vibes are good. It's popping in there. It's popping. And we ordered two margaritas, I'm pretty sure. And they have these big glasses that I like love. (laughs) And girl, so we're sitting there. We, I got oxed on the way over. So we were, like, pumped and, like, feeling good. Like, Lana was playing. Homegirl made me put change on by Lana Del Rey. We were singing. Um, yeah. The Uber driver was so... Just when I'm drunk, I think everyone's cute. And I was, like, being nice and respectful. But being, like, hey, like, I think you're cute. Like, what do you think about Lana Del Rey? Never, I'm never, like, inappropriate or anything. This is not where the arrest is coming in. I was respectful to this man because I know how it is to be literally disrespected and catcalled. There's a difference between being, like, you're cute to someone on the street and being with, like, a group of guys and being, like, yo, like, sexy, like, or, like, literally like following someone or like doing something inappropriate that's never what i do anyway anyway so we get out of the car we order our two margaritas this bar always lets me in my id is so fake keep in mind that i'm carrying my fake id on me and a purse full of beers so we get in the bar we order two margaritas and i girl now that i'm thinking about it How did I fit? Oh, because we had a plastic bag. Okay, so we had a plastic bag. Um, it's all coming back to me now. So we're sitting in there. We're playing this shooter game, like the deer hunting game. Don't ask me why. You know, I just felt I needed to go back to, like, my, um, man roots and, like, pick up a gun again and, you know, hunt. So we're there in the arcade room. And we're walking outside. We're trying to see if anyone's cute. Like, they have a backyard area. We're in the bathrooms. We're just kiki and having, like, a good time. We're both clearly... I wasn't even that drunk. I just was, like, 
empty... Well, I had just eaten. And, like, my stomach... I went from, like, wine to, like, liquor to, like, margarita to, like, beer. And it just, you know, I was mixing things. So, yeah. My friend was like, I'm hungry again. And I was like, okay. Um, let's finish our drinks and go. Homegirl literally dumps her entire drink underneath the arcade game. And literally was like, let's take the glasses. I don't remember whose idea it was to take the glasses. But we took the glasses. And I followed the lead. And I dumped the rest of my drink. Not even the rest of my drink. Just like the ice underneath the arcade game where she... I just dumped her drink. And so we were like, where should we go get food? We leave. She's trying to leave, like, the other exit. And the bouncer's like, you have to come out this way. And she was like, okay, okay. And so we go. Oh. To Kellogg's Diner, which is literally... Girl, on... It is literally on the corner of Union Ave and Metropolitan Ave, right where the subway is. So we get in there. Everyone goes there when they're drunk. It's not even a good diner. It's literally, it's not good. Food is not good. It's just, it's just, yeah, mediocre. So we get a table. It's literally the first table that you see when you walk in. And we're sitting there, we're sitting there. The waiter comes over, brings us water. And we're like, we need a minute. Um, they have like a bouncer and a hostess. And yeah. So my friend is like trying to show me something on their phone, if I remember correctly. And knocks over a glass of water. And the bouncer is like, yo, why are you throwing water? And I was like, I literally started like laughing. And I was like, What? I was like, sir, she's not throwing water. Like, this is a misunderstanding. Like, she just spilled a glass of water. They were like, you need to leave. You need to get out. And I was like, sir, this is crazy. I was like, you, we're just here to get food. It was an accident. Um, we apologize. Um, I don't think we should be told to leave for spilling a glass of water by accident. Like, it wasn't malicious. It wasn't even bad. And homeboy was literally like, get out right now or else we're gonna make you leave. And the whole diner is staring at us at this point. And I was like, okay, but again, I think this is a misunderstanding. So my friend gets up and she's like, this is, like, really disrespectful. Like, we both work in the service industry. Like, I don't understand why you're telling us to leave. Like, we didn't do anything wrong. And I literally... She was, like, talking to them and, like, getting close towards them. And she looked drunk, I will say. And... So I get up and she's talking to them and the bouncer comes over and throws me to the floor. Mind you, I literally was like, I, girl, I was, don't even know what I was doing. I wasn't saying anything. 
I had just gotten up. I was probably going to get my friend and, like, walk out of the place. They fucking threw me on the floor, dragged me out of the fucking diner, broke my pearls, all my pearls, broke the glass that I was carrying, threw my purse and my Apple headphones on the fucking floor, and the police, they I guess they called the police, bro. Or I called the police, because the police were there... Because they threw me on the floor, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I was sitting there. I They threw me on the floor, like, on the fucking concrete right outside the door. And so I, like, got had gotten back inside because all my shit was just there on the floor broken. And I, like, sat down. And I was like, I don't understand what the fuck is going on and why you guys are needing to throw me out. When did I do anything wrong? And, yeah, so... The police show up in, like, two seconds, bro. They literally come in. They fucking handcuff me. And, like, they handcuff her. And I'm getting walked out to the police car. And she's getting walked out. Everyone is staring at us from the street, from the diner. My friend is screaming, kicking, like, will not let the police put them in the car. Is fucking, like, kicking the cop car, screaming, making a scene i'm like there like crying because i'm like girl what the fuck is going on they have i'm like do you guys have all my shit like please like i can't afford to lose the apple headphones bro and my purse and like my wallet and they have my purse which is full of beers and yeah they put me in the back of the cup car And I'm like, please, sir, can you open the door? I won't run. Like, I just can't breathe right now, sir. He's like, give me a second. He's like, and they're all just, like, laughing and watching my friend. And they put her in the back of the car. She's, like, kicking the back of the cop car door while she's inside. She's, like, screaming. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Um. Yeah, so. (laughs) It's, like, they open the door so I can, like, breathe. And they're, like, we're gonna, like, take you guys down to the precinct. And I'm, like, oh, my God. I'm, like, girl, I literally work tomorrow. I can't with this. So, they bring us down to the police station. They walk us in. I don't have any of my shit. They handcuff me to the wall. So, they put us in, like, the holding cell area. There's two men that are already in there. There's someone that's clearly on drugs, and there's someone that's sleeping. And there's, like, liquid all over the floor. They handcuffed me to the wall. They put my friend in a holding cell. I'm literally sitting there. I was like, girl, this is ridiculous. She's yelling, kicking, screaming, acting cuckoo. The man next to her is, like, being, like, rallying her up, being, like, this is so unfair, like, you need to get out of here, your friend has, like, the key, he can get us out of these cells, she's screaming at me now, being, like, let me the fuck out, get me the fuck out of here, open the door, open the door, Frank, and I'm, like, oh, my God, He's screaming at me, being like, you're going to die in here. 
your family hates you, you're such a fuck up. Literally, how could you let this happen? Get us out of here. You're not going to help your friend. You're a horrible friend. Saying all this shit to me. I'm sitting there crying, handcuffed to the wall. Because I'm like, girl, I'm so tired. And I just want to leave. I'm Ask the police for a cup of water and to use the bathroom. Homegirl lets me use the bathroom. It's literally like 3 in the morning. And then I'm drinking water. And then they... I'm like, can I get another glass of water? And they're like, no, because your friend's acting up. And I'm like, okay. Like, I really need to pee again, though. Can I use the bathroom? And they're like, no, because your friend's acting up. And I'm like, I'm like, okay. I don't understand why I can't use the fucking restroom. Um, I'm like, can I call someone? Can I get my phone call? When are we leaving? No one's answering me. No one's coming back to help me. I'm standing there handcuffed to the wall. And I literally am getting screamed at by this man that's on drugs. Again, like, just going at it. Being like, no one loves you. Like, you're going to die in here. You're going to go to jail. And all this shit. And I'm like, girl, I don't even know why I'm here. This makes no sense. So... Meanwhile, they're filling out, like, the police report, and they're saying, like, refuse to give phone number, like, refuse to give this. I didn't have an opportunity to give them anything. And so, girl, my friend is screaming, kicking, and doing all this shit, this crazy shit, and I'm like, I just, I can't be here. And... I'm sitting there, like, waving, trying to get, like, the police to, like, let me go to the bathroom, try and get me some water, my phone call. I'm like, police, someone, anyone, anyone, they're just walking by laughing. I'm like, oh, my fucking God. So, I pee my pants standing there, because I'm like, you know, I, they're never going to let me use the bathroom. Fuck this. So, I literally had to pee so bad that I literally just peed my pants. I have photos of it. (laughs) fucking there's bruises all over from them handcuffing me and there's bruises on my friend all over from how the police treated us and the fucking bouncer throwing me on the floor and all this stupid shit and yeah so hours had passed and they finally come in there no because they were like We're going to send your friend to a mental institute. And I was like, please, like, why? And they were like, we're not letting you out until she, like, shuts up. Like, and all this shit. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. Okay. (laughs) So I'm literally... (laughs) So I'm literally just there as, like, an accomplice at this point. And... I'm getting, like, exhausted telling this fucking story because it's so irritating. Um, what happened after that? I guess they finally let me out after this man was screaming at me all night and my friend was screaming at me. And the police officers walking me out, they give me my shit, they give me all my friend's shit because they think it's mine. And I'm like, girl, okay. And they're like, all right, good night, goodbye. And I'm like, I'm going to wait for her. Like, the fuck? Girl, like, 
what do you guys think? They're like, you can't, like, start a fight out here. And I was like, we were never fighting. Hello? And I was like, okay. Whatever. So I'm sitting there. I'm waiting. I leave this mysterious voicemail. I call Jill. I'm, like, really upset. I'm like, I don't know if I should leave my friend here or, like, what the fuck. But, y'all, this is funny. So I... Wait. I'm there. I wait. My friend comes out. She's, like, hysterical. Her shoe is broken from kicking the wall. They give us all our stuff back. Um, we're walking to the train station. I'm, like, dying laughing, because I'm like, bitch, I don't understand what just happened. We have, like, a court summons or whatever. And I'm like, okay, great. We're walking to the train. I open up a beer, because I'm fucking so over it. And... Yeah... We get to the train station. I get on. We're waiting for a minute. We both look like a mess. I literally jumped the turn. We get down to the train. And I swear when we got on the train, whenever I see like a man in a uniform that says like security or like something that looks similar to like a police. um, Like the police uniform, I get sussed out. So I don't know if it was a police officer or a security person, but I clearly was holding a beer and it was like six in the morning. And I walk my friend home. The sun is rising. I make sure they get in bed all right. And then I head on my way home. I'm like walking past people and I see people and I'm like, you know, I just got out of like jail. (laughs) I'm, like, in another world, mentally, at this point, dissociating as fuck. And bitches are scared of me. I walk through the park, and I'm ripping all these flowers out, and I'm just drunk. And I'm, like, period. Like, you know, I was, like, this is me after getting arrested. And I see another woman. Homegirl literally is staring at me. And then I get in the apartment. I shower. And I get in bed I'm so drunk at this point because I had drank that beer now after having no liquids and I wake up I literally go to work I don't even remember how much sleep I got literally thank god I work later because I think I got like five hours of sleep and then not even Maybe, because I worked at 5, so I think I woke up at 3. So I think I got home at, like, 8. 8, I did eat. Anyway, I go to work, and I'm like, you know, I have, like, a court summons. All my beer was in the purse. They went through my purse. They probably saw my fake ID and all this other shit. I'm underage, I have alcohol, the fake ID, and I'm like, I don't understand why I'm going to court. They're like, you have to look at your ticket, like, where's your ticket? I'm like, I don't know where the fuck it is. I'm like, whatever. So, oh, my phone bill's coming up. Anyway, 
I'm like stressed the fuck out. I'm like crying at work because I'm like, I'm so tired and I need money and I can't, I had to be here. And everyone's like, damn, yo, are you still friends with your friend? And I'm like, yeah, I walked her home. She's seen me through the worst. Like, I'll see her through the worst. But I literally... She was texting me, like, the next few days. And I just was not responding to anyone. I just was not looking at my phone. I was so over it. I was like, like, fuck this. I need to, like, leave the city. And sorry, I'm texting my boyfriend. So I was like, I need a minute. I just need a breather. I can't do it anymore. So I saw my friend like three days after we got arrested and we hung out. She took me to the bar. I, she paid for my drink. I had just gotten the best dinner of my life. Because I was like, you know, I deserve it. This is why I moved to this city. To, like, explore the neighborhood and the city and the food and the people and all of it. So, this arrest is kind of lame. But, anyway, court date is arriving. Flash forward. Court date was, like... Oh, I remember. Court date was on the day of my book release and party. So, October 4th. Because the book came out October 3rd. And the party was on October 4th. So I show up. To court. I had forgot my paper at home. And I was like, fuck. Now I'm going to be late. We were going to show up together. I had dressed in this cunty all black. Like get up. A knit suit. um, With embellishments on it. And a cunty ass belt and a feather purse and girl we get there i don't know where the fuck i'm going it's like the courtroom in new york or whatever so we pulled up the line it doesn't even matter if you get there early we get there because they're on lunch at the time we're supposed to be there and i'm like are you fucking kidding me we're standing outside we're waiting we're waiting we're waiting Whole line for me. Whole ass line of people. Everyone there is like... There's Russian people, Hispanic people, um, black people. And there's just like... Me and my friend, who are both white. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm so dead. I'm like, the fact that... The police really... The fact that this is where... Everyone was there for, like, dumb reasons, I feel. And it was, like, the fact that, like, tax money is getting spent on this and everything is ridiculous. We were getting charged with trespassing. And I was like, girl, it is literally a restaurant that is charging us with trespassing. So we walk in. They finally let us come in. There was, like... A thousand metal detectors that I have to walk through. All my earrings, my nipples, my belt, my suit is going off, my purse. And the first metal detector we go through, I take the belt off and whatever. I walk through and they're like, me, and they're like, all right, walk through again. And I'm like, okay, I walk through again. And they're like, 
Um, mm. And, like, the man behind me goes, it's just, like, the whole outfit. And I was like, sir, who asked you for your fucking opinion? Not me. So, they're, like, (laughs) doing the little metal detector on me. I have the nipple rings in, the belly button ring, and all my ears. And they're, like, I think it's just, like, the ears. And they're, like, you're good to go. So then I go upstairs, another fucking metal detector. And I'm, like, are you kidding me? So we go upstairs. And I'm walking through the metal detector again. And they're, like, um... Can you... They, like, take my purse chain. They're, like, can this purse chain come off? And, like, everyone's irritated because their metal detector things have taken, like, a second. And then they're all waiting behind me. And the line had already caught up again. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. Like, I'm sorry, everyone. I didn't know I was going to have to walk through 10 metal detectors. So we get in there. We check in. We go to the courtroom. They call us all in. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Why do we have to testify in front of a room of people? Like, it was literally like doing a class presentation again. And I was like, oh my fucking god. I forget what shoes I was wearing. I was gonna... I wore heels. And then I was like, you know what? I'm too anxious to wear heels. So then I changed when I... I had forgot my ticket and I came home to get it again. And then I had went... Anyway. So I was still looking cunty. We were sitting in this courtroom, and they called us out while people were getting called up. There was all these, like, interpreters, um, like, Mandarin speakers. And, yeah. So, we get called out in the hallway. The attorney is talking to my friend first. And he's looking at the, like, ticket, like, in confusion, being like, I don't understand what is going on. (laughs) So, I... And then he calls me over while my friend is still there and was like, so you were just, like, there? And I was like, um, I I guess, yeah. And then he was like, okay, well, then you should be fine. And I was like, oh, my fucking okay. So I don't even get, like, my own time to justify? I'm just going to be the accomplice? So we're sitting in the courtroom. I'm getting, like, clammy hands because they're, like, calling people up. And, like, I know my name is coming. And I was like, oh my fucking god. They call my friend up there. Anyway. Flashback. Someone had put their name as LeBron James on the police report. So when the fucking officer was reading it, it was like, LeBron James, like, up to the thing. Everyone started dying laughing. And I was like, girl, what the fuck is going on? And it was a woman judge. Thank god. There was some crusty-ass officer with acne all over his face. He looked like someone I knew from high school, Luca Lespina. Um, Or he looked like Alex Schwartz. Like, a whole bunch of acne all over the face. Anyway. The officer, I forget, there was someone that was, like, flirting with, like, this criminal that got, like, arrested for, like, violence and, like, beating the fucking someone up. And they're, like, asking... Like, this girl was serving cunt, though. I thought she... I still think she was, like, there as, like, security. Like, court security. Because, girl, her ass looked so good. She was, like, serving. 
She was on the phone in the courtroom. She was just walking in and out. That's why I think she worked there. Because there was no way that the judge would be like... Like, that's so disrespectful if she was there for, like, a fucking thing or whatever. (laughs) Or maybe I did have heels on. No, I think I I did have heels on. Because I was clicking and clacking while I was walking up to the stand. Anyway... So, I, my friend gets called up, and the judge is like, I don't understand what this is. Why did you get arrested? And my friend, like, literally was like, I was drunk. And I was like, oh, why would you say that? (laughs) And the attorney's, like, trespassing, like, at a, like, let her off on, like, good... (laughs) on, like, good behavior as long as she doesn't get arrested in, like, the next six months to drop the charges. And she was like, um... She was... No, this is what happened. She was like, I don't understand what's going on. And then he was explaining what was happening and why we got arrested. And then the attorney was like, and this man, I mean, this this friend, this person, this, yeah, this person was there with her. And everyone was like, what the, like, please, attorney giving me respect with the pronouns out here, not identifying me as a man, period, calls me up to the stand. I'm literally, and then the judge is like, oh, so this is like an accomplice like thing. And I was like, girl, I don't even get my own moment to like, walk out innocent? She's like, you're fine. Like, just don't get arrested. I'll drop all the charges on you. You're fine. And I was like, period is fuck. Then she was like, to my friend, she was like, so you have to pay. And I was like, ooh. And she was like, can you pay today or do you need time? And she was like, I can pay today. And then we walked out and I was like, oh, so we can just like go? And I ate that up. Let me tell you, I was stressed for nothing. Well, I knew it was going to be fine. It was just, like, the moment of, like, it approaching. And I was like, okay. So then I, we came home. We got Duncan. Ate it up in there. I'll tell you that much. I took a big, fat piss while I was there. I went in the men's room after being identified as a person during my court case. And I tapped out of there and I came home and I had my book release. But anyway, what I learned from that is I need to take care of myself better. (laughs) Like, my mental health of, like, sitting in that cell getting screamed at by two individuals, one I did not know, and one that I knew very well. I just... I just, you know, it was... It was a lot. I... I learned how unfair things are, you know? 
if that horrible shit is happening all the time, that was like my, hopefully the last time I ever get arrested. Because I was like, girl, they were like, don't leave the country. And if you get, I don't even think they read me my rights when they arrested me, bro. I literally don't remember them reading me my rights. And I don't remember them reading my friend their rights. They were literally just laughing. And, like, I could sue. I should. I was like, but that's too much work. And, like, girl. The whole thing was exhausting and not fun. And I learned that friendship means more to me than being upset and angry and, you know, holding... Like, that's the thing. This friend has been there for me so much throughout my existence of New York and just has been there, whether it's going out or, like, just having a quiet fucking night. We're so close, and I appreciate everything this friend has done for me from just making me feel sane and listening to me and always being there when I need a hug and a smile. And it is just part of my family here. And there was no way in hell that I would ever not give them that back in return. They never abuse me in ways. And they... Support me, no matter what the fuck I do. So, that was why I'm still friends with them, and that is why I made sure they got home safe, and why I tucked them into bed, and I made sure they were okay after the whole incident. We had a whole conversation about what happened and why, and... Yeah. People have good and bad days, yo. This person has seen me all messed up at work, having an anxiety fucking attack. After literally being raped by a man. And had shown me the respect that I deserve. So. But yeah. The police here are jokes. Honestly, I'm surprised I didn't get arrested sooner. <laughs> After that whole pride incident where I, like, got shoved by the fucking police and made fun of and was so wasted. Like, police. They are jokes here. I am so... I fucking... I just... Uh, it's ridiculous. So, I definitely appreciate and acknowledge sort of the privilege that I have in society and I wish there wasn't like an unfair advantage and I wish the world wasn't unfair so it definitely was a slap in the face to look in a direction that I need to like think about more often um cause you know I I just, 
with the last couple months of like all my own problems, I just I forget to like that's not even I do care for other people. It's not that I forget to care for other people, but it's just like I don't know. I just need to balance it. I need to stay the way that I am is what this was teaching me. I need to care for other people and I need to care for myself as well is what this kind of taught me. I'm not, I'm always too hard on myself and I'm going to be like, I need to like put other people first. I'm too selfish. No, no, no. I am there for other people the second they ask me. I'm there for people when I notice that they need someone. I am not selfish. And I hate that I feel like I always have to justify that. That's something that my parents fucking hounded me on on forever. They literally would always say that I was selfish and all this shit. So, I feel like such a horrible person a lot of the time. And that's not the reality. I need to do things for myself. And, yeah. Anyway, that's the story of me getting arrested. Um, not that bad. But it was traumatizing. Never want to do it again. Um, glad I didn't have to pay because, girl, I do not have the money for that. I would have literally been broke and in debt. Um, yeah. So... I don't know. I'm trying to make, like, a lesson out of it. It definitely was, like, a waste of fucking time, too. It made me, like, realize... It made me realize, like... Shifted my attention. The last couple months, I have been, like... Reading more, trying to do yoga, sewing, making art, photography, makeup. Just being creative again. I feel like when I moved here, it just became like going out and like... Like superficial things, bro. Not even like superficial, but just like... I just got here and it was like... It was just a lot, and it was different, and I was trying it, and I found out that's not really who I am. And, like, this also taught me to, like, think about the way that I drink and the way that I enjoy myself going out. I wasn't even, like, that drunk. And, like, my father always being like, you're an alcoholic, you're gonna be, like, blah, 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 blah. A girl, I literally, 
ever since Pride and, like, getting angry, drinking is, like, all about, like, the intention. Like, you can't go into it being, like, I'm angry or I'm anxious. I need a drink. It's, like, you want to go into it being, like, oh, I want to, like, try this drink or, oh, I want to, like, try this flavor of beer like let's go to like a cute place have the vibe meet people have a good time never like oh i'm angry i'm gonna go to a dive bar and just sit there and drink so i mean yeah so it's just another reminder um to I guess, like, how I spend my money and how I want to spend my time and who I spend my time with and, like, learning to be not so, like, I give up on someone or something or, like, moving on really fast or just being angry and, like, Forgiving people. Being sort of like... You know, because... The last couple months I've just been fucking angry, yo. So this whole experience has taught me, like... To just... You know... I guess be better not even like be better what the fuck am I even saying just not be so stressed all the time have a fucking like axe to grind so yeah I love you guys thank you for listening to this little (laughs) this little arrest story um i did not get a mug shot out of it i wish i fucking did but yeah love you guys